how's it going? Actually, it's much better. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I've been sick for a while, feeling so much better now. You yeah. may hear me cough a little bit, though. Today. That's fine. Apologies in advance. <laughs> no worry. So, 2022 is over, and it's a great time to get to know you a little bit better, Yuval. Oh, no. Because I realized maybe the audience doesn't know you that well. So... I have a surprise for you. Some questions. I have questions. a feeling I'm going to like it. If you can take up your uh, smartphone, mm-hmm. I think that the music that the person's here says much about them. Yeah. So if you can open your Spotify or whatever music app you're using oh, and I'm tell gonna... us the last three songs that you played. As it was, R.E. Styles, yeah, Interstellar cool. Cowboy by Agents of Time, Ooh. and Inner Light by Elderbook. Oh, wow. That's yeah, nice. some interesting picking there. If you can say one thing about my music taste is that there is no narrative. I no pretty narrative. much listen to it all. But I love it that uh, Harry Styles is the recent one that you heard. What like are the three things in your New Year's Day resolution list? Wow, that's actually one that I tried to think about. So I think that one of the things that I promised myself in 2023 that I'll demand for myself more. The thing is that with the years, it's becoming easier and easier to be more comfortable with where you're at. And I think that's a negative thing. So to see how I can, you know, stay in my A game in spite of the years coming by. Uh, we have a dog, a small dog. So What's his name? Cashew. Nice. Yeah, it's a corgi, just like Queen Elizabeth dogs. I see a link between Queen Elizabeth and Harry Styles and Cashew. Yeah, maybe there is something there. So there is an aspiration to train them much, much better as we go to 2023, because he's still a young pup and he's giving me a lot of hard time, even though he's sweet. And if I had to say number three, I actually don't know. Let's right. stick with two. Number three is to think of another one. So if you already mentioned that you want to train your dog, mm-hmm. guess what we're going to talk about today? Dogs training. <laughs> no, we're going to talk on a very important matter today. So if you agree that the employee performance is a direct link and a crucial one with customer satisfaction, loyalty and retention, I can tell you the topic of the episode today. Well, I always agree with you. So please tell me the topic All of right, the day. So today we're going to talk about the importance of employee training, hmm. okay, career advancement and how that has a direct link for frontline employees to be well performed and trained to give the best experience to the customers. Therefore, your business will see higher growth in customers, retention and loyalty. 100%. All right. So let's start. Forward, people talking business. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Forward, talking about ideas and thoughts to take your business, team, and self forward. So today we're going to talk about employee training and career advancement, and especially when entering 2023, it's something that we can see in all trends and charts that employees demand advancement. They demand better training. So first of all, we talk about the importance of that and how this is a direct link to customer satisfaction, retention, and loyalty. And then we'll break down how we can train employees, not just in the ordinary way, but really to give them a sense that they have a career in front of them, they can advance in your business, and maybe some ideas of how we can actually execute those trainings in more advanced ways and tools that we have today. So I think many people think about training as a pain point in the sense it's that one thing that no one wants to go through and no one wants to build. I think everyone understands that, like, let's call it the basic training is important, right? You just hired a new employee, the onboarding, you know, just getting them to understand what to do, when to do, how to do. That's something that usually most businesses would do to some extent, some better, some less. 
but everyone understand the importance right of getting the operational basics of knowing how to do the different things if we're talking about employee performance management how impactful that is for your customers satisfaction and retention and loyalty if we talk about frontline employees of course so I think by the way in everything performance management impacts the bottom line customer it doesn't matter if you're back office and you're just I know packaging things it's still going to end up working with the customer every business have customers every customer interaction matters. Every customer interaction is affected by something one of our employees did. But naturally, when you're engaged with people, when you're a frontline customer facing, I would say, those elements of training becomes much more significant and not necessarily the operational training side of things, although it still has a big impact, but things around customer relationships, around customer service, customer excellence, and even about the small things. You know, if you're in sales or sales-like things, type of job right you're working in a coffee shop and you're supposed to be selling pastries the way you smile the energy you bring with you the understanding of who sits in front of you and the ability to upsell to them all those would affect your bottom line very 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 quickly just to clarify it a bit more so if we're talking about frontline employees baristas food and bev it can be retail that can be even repair guys that come to your house right and each and every one nurses I can think of many more people in airports right they are the experience and the values that are the company represents and the reason that you will choose to come back to this specific service provider or not or to recommend it has a direct link with the person that you meet yeah yeah and I would say you know if you're looking at any type of interaction of a customer with a company it's comprised of two things one is the delivery or execution and the other one is the experience so delivery would be I got my package experience would be the delivery guy was super nice they showed up on time it was a very clean experience you know they didn't use the buzzer when my baby was asleep so that's the experience part the delivery part is the package coming both yeah. of them are important but the thing that is much harder to kind of do right is the experience part because that really is dependent on our employees and I think that's where you know the, the subjects you just raised about customer experience about the excellence of employees about high-level training I would call it This is the place where we can really see the difference coming. And most organizations not always get the opportunity to look that far because they're so busy with the day-to-day. And I think that's really important because that's what makes the difference, that's what differentiates you from the competition. That's what we're going to talk about today, how you can enhance your frontline employees, invest in them, especially in training. But even to clarify it a bit more, think about it. If, you know, it's for delivery or coffee shop, I probably have in the same neighborhood 10 coffee shops, right? Yeah, for sure. Why would I go to yours if I don't get a good customer service? Because the frontline employees are not well-trained, they're not performing well, when I can just hop to the next one. Same for deliveries, same for airline companies, same for everything. It's so competitive today, right? And you can find so many services. So it becomes even more and more important these days. And you'll come to my coffee shop because I have better coffee. But you wouldn't stick around if I didn't give you good service. True. So that leads us to the next thing. Let's talk about how employee training can actually affect their performance. So on the operational side, I think it's quite intuitive, right? Knowing how to do the job, performing the job well, et cetera, it's very, very important. 
it's also important for you as a business if you want to scale right and standardize things. But if I want to walk away for a second from the operational side of things, I think when you're talking about employee training, it's probably the best way to make sure that your employees reflect the organization in the best way that you imagine. You know, training, it has pros and cons. For sure. Let's start with the cons. So the more familiar cons or the more perceived cons would be the time consuming. Let's even take a step back. It's preparing the training. Then it's finding the medium from which the training is going to take place. It's a liability on training the people, especially if you have trainers involved in some shape or form, but also for the employees. It's time consuming. You need to track it. And that's the last part. It's very, very difficult to QA it, you know, to make sure that it happened on the one hand and on more advanced places to make sure that it happened to the extent and to the level that you wanted it to happen. There's a lot of logistics here, right? Because you need to, first of all, you need to prepare everything. You need to bring people somewhere yeah. and train them. You need to bring a trainer. There's like a lot of things you need to take care of that very time consuming. And also there's a lot of effort you need to invest. Yeah, but it is important to understand that we're at 2023. Not for a really long time, but we are at 2023. Officially. Officially. And as part of that, I think there's something that you can do much better than you used to do in the past. For example, you don't have to do face-to-face trainings. You can use online courses. You can do use mobile-first platforms. There are a lot of different ways today to do training in a much more cost-effective and much less time-consuming way. So we said mainly the cause it's very 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 time consuming someone create them you need to deliver them you need to track them in 2023 it could be much easier to create those trainings than it used to be there's a lot of resources out there online there's plug and play solution there's micro learnings mm. experiences so there are a lot of advantages into how to create that so you're saying like off the shelf you can take things from youtube you can take things from wherever yeah, yeah you can build on a lot of the resources that are online and just kind of package it all together to make sure you're getting a high quality and add your own touch so it can be much less time consuming than it used to be so pros around training some of them are very intuitive right when an employee is doing something right when they're on top of their game things are happening much much better but i think the more difficult things to achieve via training is that added layer that excellence career advancement career advancement so those people that really advance in how they do things and get all those small skills they're able to utilize on a regular basis in customer interactions in thinking on their feet dealing with friction points in dealing with uncertain situations all those different things end up in creating a better execution and a much better delivery experience so you're saying first of all performance right performance and when they're performing better because you give them the right training and tools i guess it affects their motivation so you have performance you have customer experience which translates to repeating business and lastly you have employee satisfaction right the more i'm being trained the more i'm skilled the more i'm learning the more i'm developing Mm -hmm. the more likely i am to stay the more likely i am to produce value for the company right so if i'm trying to sum up the pros first of all if you invest in training your employees they will perform better then they'll give better service to the customers they'll get better reaction better feedback they will feel that that they're more valuable to your organization they will be more motivated and also they will feel that they are developing and advancing in their career exactly 
Now, it sounds simple. It's very, very hard to achieve, especially with excellence. And there are some companies that excel at that to the highest level. By the way, we mentioned Nike in the past in one of our podcasts. Nike? I think Nike. What is that? Nike is a shoes company. Do you oh, know them? Oh, yeah. Oh, got it. Heard about them. <laughs> um, I love Nike. It's actually a sports company. If they heard me defining them as a shoes company, they would be insulted. You remember their vision? Everyone yeah. is an athlete. No? If you have a body. You're an athlete. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. In any way, Nike really perfected the method of training employees. It's so well structured. It touches on 360 areas of the business, of the customer interaction, of the professional aspects. So that's kind of the inspiration I think every company should have on how to get things right. So that leads me to the next topic. If we understand and we agree that well-trained, performing employees affect the bottom line and customer satisfaction, so we understand we need to invest in training, what would be good methods of training if you're managing frontline employees? So you want to talk practicality around training? Okay. So I think if I'm thinking practicality around training, I'm thinking about in two buckets. One is the kind of how, what's the methodology, what's the tool, when, et cetera, et cetera. The other side to that is the what right? Let's what do I want to trade? Okay. So there's the early training, which is basically learn all the basics. What I like to say here is how do I get you from zero to one, where one is the point where you start generating value for the company. So let's take an example. We like to talk about the coffee shop, but you're a new employee until you know how to operate the coffee machine, how to do all the different things, how to open the shop, how to close the shop. You're not independent. So the most important thing for me at day one is to bring you to independency and I'll build my training around that. And it's totally okay to have different levels of training about subjects over time. So maybe I'll teach you the basics of the coffee machine today and the more advanced things around the coffee machine in a month after you got some practice on the basics. Okay, so now we're talking professional training. Yeah, so that's professional training. And that's usually the onboarding part. By the way, here as well, it's not just pure professional, which leads me to the next point. I think customer service principles are extremely important which is how do I expect you to do different things, right? To the small level of behaviors. So where you hand over the coffee to the customer, smile where you greet someone in the shop, smile. All kind of small things that can really, really help in the customer experience side of things. We talked about professional training, right? It affects your professional actions, how you do the job. Let's say also if we talk about nurses or whatever it might be, you need to know how to operate the specific systems in this specific hospital or home care facility or whatever. Yeah. Now, that's professional training. And of course, you can develop your employees professionally while they're ongoing with their career, right? Yeah. You can add yeah. more and more layers. But If we're thinking business owners, operators, and so on, you also have other layers of training, for example. First of all, how is your company structured? What is the bigger picture? Your values and so on. That's not necessarily professional, but more mindset and connecting people. And another thing is also, for example, if you want to train managers of how to give feedback, how to measure your employees, you can train also a senior employee of how to shadow other people. So there's a lot of layers you can get into. I agree. I think that things like mindsets that you mentioned are extremely important. Training basically encompasses everything we do. So you have training around interfaces, how to do things right. You have training around, like you said, shadowing, building a better experience, helping you be better. You have training around soft skills with employees, soft skills with customers. You have training of understanding the personas you're working with. You need to be able to recognize the person in front of you and to respond in the right way. You have training that is all about incidents and how you respond to those incidents. 
to make sure that things happen properly. Procedures, processes. And you have a lot of trainings around methodologies and processes to make sure that things happen at scale, at the right way. But I think one of the nicest things that you see in organizations that train for growth is expanding the mindset and understanding the bigger picture. So what happens in other areas of the business? Or why are we doing this? Today you are front of office, tomorrow you may be back of office in some aspects. So wider the perspective of a persona is, and it's especially important with managers, the wider the perspective of the persona is, the better they are at doing things and the more they understand the other sides of the business so they can do things better and again go back to the place where we get better performance, better customer experience, lower cost, etc. So training is a very, very wide scope it touches on everything from the small thing that we do on a day-to-day basis to the soft interaction that we have with employees and customers okay so we have professional training we have development training we have soft training and also we have of course compliance right because you need to do things for by sure. the law yeah. labor laws and so on so these are the areas you want to look at and I guess you want to start with the professional right and then move down it's the- always a little bit of everything but If you only do processes or you only do professional would never fly you always need to talk about the mindset you always need to talk about the values you always need to talk about the why as part of your training but to different extents depending on the role seniority etc if you could give a recommendation so maybe like you said when you onboard somebody you want to first of all train them about the company bigger picture right so they know where they're at what the vision the values and so on the different departments etc then you want to give them the basic professional training for starting during their job different procedures processes day-to-day kind of things and then down the road you can kind of plan I don't know a year kind of development program that includes the professional aspects the development aspects soft skills and some other things doesn't matter by the way again if you're a barista a nurse where you work there's all these elements out there yeah and I think that training people in the right way really affects you know their level of happiness and their ability to perform the task eventually usually after you onboarded the employee you then start structuring them into getting different skills so they will be able to do different things or getting them add-on skills so they'll be able to better perform their already existing activities or you train them for the next role for example being a store manager each of those elements will have all the training aspect that you talked about the operational the process the soft the development etc And I think another benefit that you get here is also when you have a well-trained employee, he can train later other employees. That's actually a key pain point for many organizations because you need to train an employee so well that you'll trust them to train the next employee. Now let's see how we can actually take these elements or type of trainings and what methods or tools we can use to fit what we want to pass the training and of course with our limited capabilities and the time it consumes to the new area new era of how people consume information how they educate themselves and so yeah so I'll start by breaking it down I think that first understand what you want to focus on first and roll it out do everything in small iterations I think the medium is maybe one of the most important choices in the case of training just because it would determine how much energy you'll need to put into making things happen both on the planning side but also on the execution side. One of the more difficult things when we are working with frontline employees is making sure that training actually happened and happened to the extent you wanted it to. Okay, so here's a problem. When you want to train your frontline employees, usually you're not in the same area most of the time. They're in shifts and so on. Yep. You want to do it effective. So you need to bring everybody. You need to, I don't know, close an hour, bring everybody, train them, bring a trainer, all those things we talked yeah. about earlier. So there is better ways to do it today. And 
employee app is a great way. There are many, many training employee apps out there that can basically help you structure things, make them available to the team directly on their mobile. The better ones even have very high trackability capabilities, so you can tell every single point. What's the status with all your employees? You can even test them on their level of knowledge. By the way, for compliance training, many of those things are documented, so you can easily show that in case of a need. But that why, is, why is it better to use an employee app or training app compared to bring people in and train them yourself? The key reason is operational. When I have, I'm an employee and I have the training on my mobile app, I can do it at a time of my convenience. It's much, much easier to consume. You get much better visibility into the things that have been completed. And it's much more cost-effective, right? Bringing a trainer, syncing everyone, making sure everyone can arrive, sometimes even finding a location that can host all those different things. It's expensive, it's time-consuming, it's long. And by the way, it's not always that effective. Because you don't see in the individual level what really happened. You usually would see in a general group, unless you run tests. And then running tests face-to-face is very complex and time-consuming once again. So having an employee training platform that is mobile-based for frontline employees just makes sense. Because we make it available, we make it trackable. And I'll tell you more than that, it's much, much easier for me as the person that builds the training to build that training, to validate that, to update that if it's needed and to close the loop with my team. So it doesn't matter the size of your company, you want to make it sustainable, right? So let's think about how we actually learn new skills today, how we consume educational content today. So maybe at Masterclass, Coursera, Udemy, those kind of apps, that's what we do. And take it all the way to social media like YouTube. That's where we learn skills. We want to see like a longer form of uh, content or even TikTok and stuff like that. We would go grab a video and pretty much in a couple of minutes, one hour, you can acquire a new skill yeah more than that i think it's very very surprising to understand how much people actually like to learn if you look at how we behave on a day-to-day basis we continuously consume new information we strive and try to learn new things and it's all coming from all those different places that you mentioned and by the way when we talk about training it doesn't have to be complex you know one of the best things that i've seen organizations do is just look at the best of class you know In today's world, I can come, I can make a video of you making coffee next to the machine while you're talking and explaining what's going on. Doesn't have to be Hollywood grade or 4K grade. Could be a very simplistic video. I push it on the app, I make people watch it. Then I ask them a couple of guiding questions and that's it. So I have my best of class and I show it forward. So that makes it very, very easy to do. Another nice example is to really find digested content that exists out there and just making it available. It could be a video I found on YouTube. It could be a very important article that I found somewhere. And it could be a resource from the government that is just available for training that I can just embed in a phone so my team can complete it. So basically, if you're using uh, these methods of, let's say you take an employee app and you want to build training there, it makes it way more sustainable and effective because first of all, you can aggregate content from different media and scalable and scalable yeah. uh, so you can aggregate whatever you need either it's text video and so on you can create your own videos explainers how to's and so on and show it also they get to see the faces of their managers exactly so they're well connected and engaged more with the company and I think one important thing that we tend to forget let's say that you want to change something some yeah. process will change procedure you can change it and then everybody gets this update and now they can complete the training and you don't need to do much so the only effort is to build training right the first one but then it's there it's more than that i think the challenge you know in 2022 for that matter was that if you wanted to change something you need to build it 
and then it took forever to close the loop. Now, once you change it, you publish it, that's it, it's out. And on top of it, you can close the loop. You can follow up just with the people that haven't completed the new training or haven't confirmed reading that training. That is very, very, very powerful. You want to run a survey on how that training went? Great, you can do it with the platform to kind of get the feedback from people so you improve it for the next generation that would come. So the ability to work in such quick iterations just make everything more effective and more cost-effective as a result of it. Agree. So first of all, you can provide your employees with the experience that they expect. They can take it through their phone, like they consume information today through social media. They can perform the training while they're at the bus, commuting to work, at home, wherever they can, wherever they want, at any place, at their time, which makes it way more efficient. And also, you provide the flexibility that they want to see from employers in 2023. Yeah, and you know, if you're on the more advanced side of the scale, you can even automate some of those processes. So, you know, you're three months into the interior training, I kick off that level of training or you're about to be a manager, I tick the box and, mm. you know, now you can start your manager training. If you look at the spectrum of levels of training, there's a variety of things and capabilities out there. Thinking about the experience for the employee and about minimizing the logistics for you as a person managing it while getting the visibility you need is extremely important. So the less effort you need to invest, the more visibility you get and the better experience you have for your employees the better the training results would be how many people are using connect him daily we have over half a million active users using the platform today wow that's amazing we're very proud of it so through this app they can use it in order to provide the training that we talked about right yeah for sure but the fact that you have a tool doesn't mean that you know how to work with it so my question to you is let's say that I have this employee app I can run training through the app with all the benefits that we talked about all the pros how should I use it so first I think you know take the most direct approach you already have some for uh, unless you're a new business you already have some form of training in your organization just ask yourself what's my pass of least resistance to translate that into the app sometimes it would just be to copy and paste what you already have but i would advise that on the thing that you think really really matter just think simple make a video of one of your best employees and upload it as a form of training for the people to watch you can create a simple list film yourself saying do's and don'ts, right? That can really help people shape things up. So basically you're saying, especially 2023, videos are everywhere. Film yourself, take the smartphone and show yourself how do you do those things, what you want to say, yeah. capture the Try CEO. to imitate as much as you can, you and them in the same room. You know, the more you're there, the easier it is, the better the training is, the more simple it is for the employee. And it's super simple to consume those videos. And I would also advise to try and do some kind of a quality assurance. So specifically within Connectim, there are a lot of different ways, a lot of different platforms, but specifically within Connectim, you can run tests, you can run quizzes to make sure that people adhere to the level that you want. And you can set, you know, the bar. A person needs to get a 90 or a person can do this up to twice in order to complete the training, etc. So do that with a bit of quality assurance and you'll get really really good results a method that i like to use a lot and i think it's a better way to train people is to treat first of all to add those elements that are more engaging right if you see your actual managers and you see the people within the company in a nice video like you see on tiktok and so on on instagram you'll love it more but then you should divide the parts when you actually test the person into two first thing is while they're watching the videos or reading the content you want to make just assurance that they understand understand the point. 
like to help them understand the point to nail what you wanted them to know yeah, right the main so message. just like one question two question not to fail them not giving a score but just for them to understand what you wanted them to know like the bottom line yeah to focus their attention yeah. on the right thing so this way sure. you help them to complete the training in a better way and at the final part of the training then you can combine all these questions and maybe add some more to really test their knowledge after you help them and guided them during the course to understand what you want them to know 100% and if I'll take a step back because I'm thinking a little bit about what you asked me I think one of the best ways to look at about it is that training is a process that never ends okay you know where it starts but it never ends and it's important to think about it in that way so you create different types of chapters and you create different types of refreshers you always start with the first piece right the first thing that they would do but then you're thinking about okay what happens after three months after six months etc so building it gradually maybe setting automations on when part a is starting when part b is starting etc you want to try and utilize as much visual elements as you can so we talked about video but images are also great sometimes even audio files could be really really great to consume especially if you're working with a driving population so listening to recordings is much easier than watching videos just because the way things are so you really want to think about you know how you structure things how you make that available how you slice that to small pieces how you emphasize the thing that you matter and you validate that the thing that matter actually get performed like you said right so first of all we say use elements from real life like how you consume data and information today right so actually we got a very good inspiration by our producer mm-hmm. you said that you were in uh, one of the biggest festivals around and the way that they approach training is that the main manager she actually filmed herself showing how to do the sales pitch and that's how she trains she sends it to all of her employees so that's a good tip I want to ask you let's say that I'm gonna start using this new tool yeah it's 2023. I don't want to bring people in. I don't want to bring food and donuts. I moved to this tool. First thing first, I need to kind of take my old training and move it into your app. Okay, great. So let's say you want to build a training for your sales team. Yeah. The most important thing usually around sales training is the sales pitch. And I think the best way to do it is to either take your best employee, like the best salesperson that gives the best sales pitch. By the way, it could even be in real life with a customer. And to record it, you know, to make a short video and you upload that video. And by the way, if you don't want that to be your salesperson, it could be yourself. Just record yourself two takes, three takes. On the fourth one, you'll get it right. But every single employee in your organization will hear the exact sales pitch that you want them to give in the exact manner, very easily through the app. From you. From the you, the manager, or from your best salesperson. Whichever you think is better. Okay, so we're doing a training right now, right? Or sales pitch, or let's say opening a coffee shop. We can talk about both examples. Let's start with the sales pitch. And if you want, we can also talk about professional technical elements afterwards. But with the sales pitch, so you'll have a small section of background about whatever it is that we sell, what the principles are. Then you'll have the demonstration with that short video that we've just mentioned. Maybe you want to put here some kind of a podcast or other quality content that talks about the principle of sales. And then we can build that onwards. For example, do's and don'ts. Examples for things that went wrong. Okay, so first of all, we say let's structure the training. You say use elements that will engage your employees around the training, right? First of all, 
People consume data today by listening to audio, but by watching videos, by, I don't know, uh, twisting carousels. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you want to provide the same experience and also to show the real faces of people from within. That's actually, it's, it's a great tip because first of all, you can show yourself as the manager to mm-hmm. bring life mm-hmm. to you, even if you're far away. And also to emphasize and to recognize and to put your best employees in front. And to not lose the message in translation. Okay, you get it exactly right all exactly. the way to the front employee, which they cannot do. Today okay. you funnel down that communication and you lose a lot of that along the way. First thing, I would put the agenda of the training. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going to have two sections, da, 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 just to give them like a brief of what it's going to be. Exactly. To set expectations. Then a short background about what it is that we're selling and maybe a little bit about the principles of selling it. Then show of performance on how you're doing it. That's the video that we talked about. Video, audio, whatever it might be, just do it in the way that people consume information. Yeah. By the way, for sales training specifically, videos are most recommended because people see not just what people are saying, but the way they're saying it, which is extremely important. And then I would do a small validation, not a big test or something like that, but just to make sure that I got the gist as the trainee right, that I understand the bottom lines. It's very, very common to add after that things like do's and don'ts, things that really help you kind of understand if you're in or out. And just as important, many times there are some guiding questions. Who's the persona? Maybe there's some kind of flowchart. Really depends on how your sales work. But if this, then do that. Never do that. All those different things that really can guide my thinking. Because what do you want to do? You want to build that automation in the brain of the salesperson so they can best interact with the customer to give the best experience and to yield the best results. So by structuring this in an engaging way with real life examples that are you know refined to be the best way of doing it then you give them all the tools they need to succeed now by the way this is just like one part of training maybe you did it for one product you can duplicate that for many 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 products and more than that you can build that as a process over time so maybe i'm going to do this specific course right now and then i'm going to do another course maybe you'll automate it so i'll need to go through refresh trainings every six months that's really up to you but that's the scalability of the process right we started by talking about how we build it right and now we can talk about how you scale it beautiful so you're saying few elements or guidelines we want to use first of all take elements from however they consume information today bring it into your training show exactly how you want it to be set expectations at the beginning and help them to succeed through the process of the training Training. And I think only that can really engage new employees and existing employees with the company better. Yeah. And the nice part is that you can follow up with them in a click and kind of remind them to do that training or that refresh training and just see the results piling up. And by the way, if something is not good, you'll know. I didn't mention it, but I strongly recommend that at the end of every part of your training, add a short survey just to get the feedback. What was clear? What wasn't clear? What do you like? How long did it take you? That will give you a lot of insights on once that piles up, obviously, for many users, that will give you a lot of insight on what works right, what you can improve, etc. And you'll also see it in the results if you build a test to kind of validate that they understood everything all together. Not only that, it will give your employees the sense that you really care about what they have to say. 100%. I think it all starts there. So it's like someone smart once told me, it was you, that treat your employees as customers. So you want to give them a very engaging experience. And part of it is to show that you care that you want to listen to them but i will say that it's important to remember that training comes from a very selfish place in the sense that if you're doing training well and your employees are well trained it directly impacts on your business so you have the incentive to understand what doesn't work well or what is not perceived as working well by the employee 
so you'll improve it. Yes, it will make them feel heard, but more than that, it will help you get better results. Now, I think the best part is after you have this in place, you can automate the entire process. For sure. So for one, you'll have visibility on who completed it and who didn't. Another interesting point is that you can auto-trigger trainings, right? We just talked about a single course right now, but in real life, you'll have multiple courses and you'll need people to complete all those different courses, maybe even do refresh courses. So you can set things on autopilot. Once they complete this training, open the next, or after three months, set up a refresher training. It's really, really up to you. Not to mention the level requirements, right? Your testing or the criteria for what pass or what fails, it's up to you. And you can really control those elements. And obviously in different places, you'll want different things. So it has to be customizable. Reports is very important because you want to kind of get the overview of how everyone is progressing. Maybe share it with leadership, with CEO, share with Share with leadership, share with a facility manager, keep track with what's going on. Maybe just look at where people are getting lower scores so you can understand what areas you need mm. to work on or what new trainings you need to introduce. So By there- the way, that, that's also a good way to kind of find those talents not only for you to know, to spot them, oh, they pass every every training the first time to get high scores all the time. They're really invested in the company. Then also you can use it to recognize them. Actually, one of the interesting things is to see how repeatedly when you see results of sales training and the correlations to sales performance. I think that's one of the more eye-opening things that are there because you understand that coachability and having strong training skills really affect your sales. But that's specifically for sales. So I think that's... Very, very, very important. I have another thing in mind. It doesn't sound that significant at the beginning, but if you think about those reminders and automations that the platform, right, the app, it pushes you to complete the training or nudges you, and it's not the manager itself. So how annoying is it when you want to wake up in the morning, right? And someone tells you, hey, wake up, hey, wake up, hey, wake up. (laughs) Like if it's your wife, you'll be mad, right? But if it's your alarm clock reminding you, that's fine. Like you can deal with that. It's just like my phone reminding me it's a system. And more than that, I think it's required. You need to think about it this way. The role of the system you're using is to proactively help you get the best results out of the training in minimum energy and with the best experience for your employee. Okay, that's what a good training methodology and system does. And the ability to send those push notifications, to do those automation, that's exactly how you get there because you validate execution. And if someone didn't perform good enough, it will follow up with them until you get to the point where everyone are aligned on what needs to be the level of training required. I think maybe lastly, just to add to that, set all those trainings, right? The required trainings, for professional things and compliance and so on. But I think you should also leave a room. I don't know, it can be when someone is three months in the company, half a year, whatever you want, to have some little bit of spark where you can just give more tools to their toolbox. Whatever it might be that can broaden their knowledge, not necessarily in professional related things. I understand. Uh, That's career advancement at the end of the day. For sure. And I think it all comes down to making them better at their job. Understanding how the business works, having different types of soft skills, you know, if we're talking sales, sometimes understanding body language. Those are all small things that are not directly related to what they do, but they add a lot of value. And by the way, also sharing of a lot of experiences, you know, sometimes training doesn't need to be you're learning. It could be you listening to things that happened, things that worked well, things that didn't work well. You learn a lot from those things. 
At the end, it's just translating the way we think and the way we respond into the way we train our people. That's the bottom line. And I think with a system like that, it's become much, much, much easier. Transform the training to the new way that it should be through a mobile experience with the ways and methods like we consume information today. And maybe we can leave the physical in-person gathering to more kind of event. So you don't need to bring people to... Train them about something, but you can have a night out together, the entire team. Yeah, and by the way, sometimes you'll still need to face-to-face training, and that's fine. But if you cut it by 90%, that's an amazing result. And sometimes you need on-the-job training, and that's great. And by the way, you can also document that in the app, right? You put a checkbox of, do this three times with your managers. Awesome. That's really, really good. The process of training is a combination of things. But having this one central place that makes life easier, you can do it on the go, you can do it on your own pace, it kind of validates things for you, it gives you that uh, clarity on where things stand. That's something that is very difficult to achieve today in a frontline industry. And I think the tools like Connect Team, training, mobile training systems, mobile first training systems can really help us get to that point where things are easier and become much, much better in terms of results. So if you don't already have one, I think it's time to look for a training platform as a mobile app, LMS, whatever it might be. I think in 2023, if we realize that training is a significant part in order to first retain the employees and give them the experience and engagement that we talked about, but also to make them performing better, to retain customers better, to get more loyalty and customers will recommend to other customers. Therefore, your business can grow. And I think especially in these times when the market conditions are a bit rough, you need to invest in those things. You need to open the draw, pull up the plan B and think how you can do things in a new way, more automated and in a way that will boost your team, your company, and then you will have your business grow because of customers being more and more satisfied. 100%. Can I pull a quote this time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the CFO comes to the CEO and he asks them, what happens if we invest so much in training our employees and they leave us? So the CEO tells the CFO, what happens if we don't and they stay? Ooh. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode. Please leave us a review and don't forget to follow. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Yuval. As always, pleasure. May I go now? No, I'm having fun. I think we can I really want to go now. Can I ask you more questions? No. <laughs>